Hello, my name is Martin, and welcome to the Inspiring Minds podcast. Today we'll be talking about the difference between normal fear and unhealthy anxiety. Fear is a natural response that helps us protect ourselves from danger, but sometimes fear can turn into anxiety. Anxiety can become overwhelming and interfere with our daily lives. In this episode, we'll discuss how fear is normal and actually there to keep us safe, and we'll discuss the difference between this healthy fear and unhealthy anxiety. Fear and anxiety are related emotions, but they're not the same thing. Fear is a response to an immediate threat, while anxiety is a more long-term, generalised feeling of unease. Fear is an important and natural response that helps animals survive in the wild. It's not just humans who experience fear, almost all animal species have a fear response. Different species have evolved their own unique ways of sensing and responding to danger. For example, rabbits and deer have highly sensitive ears that can detect the slightest sound of approaching predators. They also have wide eyes that allow them to see potential danger from all angles. When these prey animals sense danger, they quickly run away to avoid being eaten. Humans have also evolved as a prey species, and as such we've developed our own unique fear responses. For example, humans have highly sensitive skin that can detect the slightest touch, and our eyes can quickly detect movement, which can help us quickly spot potential threats. Moreover, our brains have evolved to detect and respond to threats in the environment. When we sense danger, our amygdala, the small almond-shaped structure in our brain, sends a signal to our hypothalamus. This activates the sympathetic nervous system, triggering the flight or fight or freeze response. This response helps us either fight off the threat, run away from it, or stay as still as possible. Snakes are one of the most common fears among humans. And this is not a coincidence. Humans have evolved to fear snakes as a result of our long history with them. In fact, research suggests that humans have an innate fear of snakes that is hardwired into our brains. This fear may have evolved because snakes have been a threat to humans throughout history. Even today, venomous snakes kill thousands of people every year. And as a result, our brains have evolved to detect and respond to the presence of snakes, even if we've never seen one before. So what's the main difference between this healthy fear and unhealthy anxiety? Both fear and anxiety involve the amygdala, and it's responsible for processing emotions. When we experience fear, the amygdala sends that signal to the hypothalamus and triggers the fight, flight, or freeze response. 
However, in people with anxiety disorders, the amygdala can become overactive, triggering the fight, flight or freeze response even when there's no immediate threat. And this can lead to physical symptoms like increased heart rate, sweating and trembling. As we've discussed, normal fear is a natural response to a specific situation, such as being afraid of snakes, heights, spiders or even flying. It's usually short-lived and subsides once the threat has passed. Abnormal and unhealthy anxiety, on the other hand, is a persistent and excessive fear that is not proportional to the actual threat. It can interfere with our daily activities and lead to physical symptoms such as panic attacks, restlessness and even insomnia. If you find that this sort of fear or anxiety is interfering with your life, then you probably should seek help and talk to a professional and they may help determine if you have an anxiety disorder and provide you with some tools to manage it. Here I'll provide a few tools and ideas that may help. One of the best things we can do if we're suffering from some form of anxiety is to practice mindfulness. Mindfulness can help you stay present in the moment and reduce anxious thoughts about the past or future. One of my favourite quotes is by Lao Tzu and he said, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're at peace, you're living in the present. It's common for our minds to hold on to thoughts, worries and memories that keep us from being present in the moment. One way to loosen the hold our minds have on us is by practicing mindfulness, which involves intentionally focusing our attention on the present moment without judgment. Here are some ways you can practice being in the moment and reduce the mental loops that play on repeat. Breathing exercises. Focusing on your breath is a simple yet effective way to bring yourself back to the present moment. You can try taking a few deep breaths or practicing slow, intentional breathing exercises. Mindful meditation. Mindful meditation involves sitting quietly and focusing your attention on your breath, bodily sensations, or the sounds around you without judgment or distraction. Mindful meditation can help you train your mind to stay in the present moment and reduce the severity of these mental loops. Mindful activities. Engaging in activities that require your full attention, such as cooking, gardening and painting, can help you practice being present in the moment and reduce these mental loops. These activities require you to focus on the task at hand, which can be quite helpful to quiet your mind and promote relaxation. Mindful movement. Exercise and physical activities that require attention to the body's movement, such as yoga or tai chi, can help you stay present in the moment. Focusing on your body's movements can help you stay grounded and present. Gratitude practice. Focusing on what you're grateful for can help shift your focus away from the negative thoughts and worries 
and help you appreciate the present moment. You can try writing down a few things you're grateful for each day or simply taking a moment to reflect on what you're thankful for. I personally do this in my own work diary and I write down a few bullet points at the end of each week for what I'm grateful for. Finally, if you're really struggling with something or have an extreme phobia, then I would suggest exposure therapy. Exposure therapy is a form of psychotherapy that helps individuals confront and overcome their fears and anxiety by gradually exposing them to the source of their fear or anxiety in a safe and controlled environment. The goal of exposure therapy is to help individuals build confidence and resilience and learn how to manage their fear and anxiety in a more effective way. An example of how exposure therapy may look to an individual could be treating someone who has a fear of flying. In this example, the therapist might start by helping the individual learn relaxation techniques like we've discussed, either breathing, meditation, to help them manage their anxiety beforehand. Then, the therapist might gradually expose the individual to different aspects of flying, starting with something small like looking at pictures of planes, moving to watching videos of planes taking off and landing, and eventually progressing to practicing sitting in a stationary plane, followed by short flights and eventually longer ones. Throughout the process, the therapist would work with the individual to help them identify and manage their anxiety and provide support and guidance as they work through each step of the exposure process. While exposure therapy can be challenging and uncomfortable at times, the research has shown that it can be an effective treatment of anxiety and phobias. By gradually facing your fears in a safe and controlled environment, individuals can learn to better manage their anxiety and build the confidence they need to overcome their fears. Essentially, people are not becoming less scared, but more brave. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Please leave a like, a share and tell your friends. That way we can get the podcast out to more people. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.